Hello. Sugar Boo? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Is that you? Yes, it's me. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Oh, man. <laughs> say you, say me. Say you, say me. What's up? Oh, man. What is happening with you, my friend? Man, I need a vacation. Have you used any vacation time this year? No, no. No? No, no. Then you need one. I don't Why have any yet. camping? I don't have any vacation yet. I don't have any until November. What? Yeah. Boy, somebody who... Somebody who uh, hired into a new company did not think about their pre-hire benefits. What the heck? Yeah, you ain't lying. Let me see. Let me, let me let me let me enter here into this super fancy portal. Ooh. Hey, it's very exciting though. I got new carpet in my office. It's a nice. Really? Yeah. That's very yep. good. Were you able to pick it out, or were they just like throwing? This is the carpet that we're doing in every office. No, I. Uh... I was like, oh, I have some money in the budget. Let me get some new carpet. So I was gonna put oh. it in the uh in one of the common areas. And uh because it was over a certain amount, I had to get approval. So I sent in for approval and that was denied. What? Because uh yeah, because it wasn't like a spec color. Wait, didn't I tell you the story? No. no. Oh my god. Alright. Talk about listen. Wait, is you know, this a you know, company or uh, like, are you renting or do you own this building? And, no, we own it. Okay, so Actually, let me let me rephrase. Is it one of those companies? We, like, we okay, rent let's it just from say, ourselves. Let's just say you work for, and I know you don't, but let's say you work for McDonald's. No, let's uh -huh. say Target, and Target's like every carpet has to be our Target red or white. Some sure. combination of those two colors you can put into the office, but no other color. Is that sort of yes. what they're, how, how you got denied? Um, so there is a list of approved, like carpeting. There's a list of approved colors for like walls and door frames and everything. Wow. Yes. All right. And you did uh, not look give... at that list, did you? I don't give a shit about the list. Of course you did. You're Martin Freddy. That's right. So, uh, all right. So, let me give you the rundown. Okay. So, I wanted to do. Um, we have like a movie room. Okay. Oh boy. And yeah, right. Nice. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. So, the the like four feet up, it's this like reddish color. Okay. 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 And then, and then above that, it's like some Martha Stewart, like eggshell color. Okay. That looks mm. more yellow than anything. Mm. So I said, that's pretty hideous. I want to change it. Sure. I want to do, I want to do this, uh, like dark gray on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And this, like, it's not, it's not as dark as navy. Um, I, I think it's called like royal blue. Okay. I want to do the royal blue uh -huh. on the top half. 
Okay. okay. I said, beautiful. I'll do that. So, um, we had a meeting and it was denied, right? Because it's not approved colors. So I was given the list of approved colors. Wait, okay, who was this meeting with? Uh, upper management. Oh, so it wasn't like an HR, like office representative. It was like you're wasting some, but some big wigs time with like, why am I having this meeting with Martin to discuss the shade of blue? Well, you know, what are I we doing I, here? We, we have monthly budget meetings. Okay. And so this was during a budget meeting. <laughs> You're okay. really making a name for yourself, Freddie. <laughs> you know me, buddy. Oh, man. So, uh, the boat so, over a shade of red. Yeah. So, so I'm given this, the, the spec colors, right? And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. They're like, it's already the spec. You need to leave it the spec. I said, all right, well, I think the spec is hideous, just for mm-hmm. the record. Okay. And so I'm told that they're working on new specs. Just to oh. wait for the new specs. Yeah. Because when the new specs come out, we're going to be given a digital additional budget to change over to the new spec. Mm-hmm. I said, cool. No problem. So, uh, so I brought up the carpet. I said, the carpet's hideous. It's from like 1987. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get, can we get some nice carpet? Yeah. And I said, well, call, call, yeah, call this number. Which is like our supplier of like acceptable spec carpet, I guess. Um, and have him give you a quote. So I do. And the lady's like, Oh, we don't even make that carpet anymore. Oh, God. I'm like, Oh, okay. Cause I mean, like this carpet's old. You know what I mean? Did so you're like, Can I just get some other new carpet then? Can I just get whatever I want? Well, so when she tells me that the carpet isn't being made anymore, I say to myself, self, F the spec. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's make this place pop. You know what I mean? I don't want right. to be stuck in in the 80s. Yeah, you're you know a rainbow what? unicorn. Dude, part of the office still has, like, wood paneling on it. What? Like, wood paneling from, like, the late 70s? Yes. Like, what would be in a basement? Yes. Oh, my God. I, have you just taken on a second role in this company that you're going to, like redesign you're gonna be an interior designer now (laughs) there should be no wood paneling what are we doing i mean what happened to like open office spaces and meeting areas i mean you're not even web 2.0 because web 2.0 was 10 years ago listen whatever fortunately the maintenance guy the main that like the head of maintenance uh is on my side right yeah so we we devised this plan that we're going to get new carpet anyway. All right. So we pick out this carpet. It was beautiful. And it was like a third of the price of like the official spec carpet, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, perfect. Let's get it. So I went ahead and I bought it. Okay. Uh-huh. And it was like 900 bucks to do this room, right? Um, whereas like the spec carpet is almost three grand. So I get this carpet. I'm getting ready to install it. And somebody says, well, you want to get approval for the carpet. Because what if like, you know, upper management shows up and they're like, hey, why is this carpet this color? So I'm like, fine. You know, like they're not going to care because the spec carpet isn't available anymore. So I send the invoice out 
to get approval. And they're like, well, can you send a picture of the carpet? So I send a picture of the carpet and they're like, no, you can't use that carpet. That's not the spec. Right. So this carpet sits in a, in a back room for like a month. Right. Cause I already paid for this carpet and it's not refundable. <laughs> oh man. Um, but then I had the bright idea of why don't I do this fresh brand new carpet in my office? Because there's no spec for the offices, right? Like mm-hmm. for, for the, for the management offices, there's no spec. Um, so I said, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity. I'm going to paint the, the management offices exactly like I would want the rest of the, the property to be, right? So, so I do, right? We do, we pick the a color for the door frames, for the doors. Um, like we got new door fixtures. Um, you got this like awesome carpet. It's like black with these white specks on it. And, uh-huh. uh, and I said, and we're going to get rid of this because so my office is connected to two other offices. Okay. Um, but in the middle, there's a common area for the three offices. Okay. And like, that's where people like hang out on break sometimes or like, if some like course comes down from like the training center or whatever, like that's where they, there's a computer in there where I can do that um, and not be disturbed. And, and that room is all wood panel. Okay. So it's uh-huh. perfect. Uh-huh. We're going to get rid of the wood panel, right? We'll just straight sheet rocket. We'll paint it the same color as the offices, same, same everything. And, uh, and they saw it and they loved it. They said, don't do it anywhere else because we have a spec, right? Like, it's beautiful in here, but don't do it anywhere else. I said, no problem. I said, can I at least get rid of the wood paneling in the rest of the building? So they approved that. So the maintenance crew has been doing, like, sheetrock work for the past, like, I don't know, five or six weeks to cover up all the wood paneling. Okay. Cause it was easier to get like quarter inch, uh, sheetrock and just do it over the wood panel than to actually remove the wood panel and get like three eighths sheetrock. Um, so anyways, the sheetrock, beautiful, right? Problem is we got to paint it and it's got to be spec color. Oh, jeez. So I pick a color. And it, it's not approved. Okay. Fortunately, like we used it elsewhere, right? In like utility closets and whatever, some of the smaller offices around the place. Uh, so we, we put the paint to use, but we called to try to get colors or the color that is to spec. And that color is on back order. Oh, right? wow. Because, because of COVID, I guess is what they okay. said. Okay. Okay. I said, all right, whatever. Um, let's pick something similar. So we pick something similar that is actually way better. It's like, it's the same color minus the yellow. Like the, 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 the spec has like this weird yellowish tint. It's just, ugh, makes me want to throw up. Huh. Um, this one is a little more elegant, shall we say. Oh. And, uh, so I haven't paint that and I'm still trying to push for this fucking, uh, the movie room. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, uh, they're like, nah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. So finally I'm convinced 
very sternly that I should not do it because it'll get me in trouble. <laughs> uh oh. So I said, all right, fine, I won't do it. The, I go home, I tell my wife all this, okay? And the uh-huh. maintenance dude is pissed because like he's all about it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um and uh the next day I walk into my office and I check my email. Lo and behold, the new specs come out. And it's the exact colors that I picked for the offices. Oh, wow. And in as part of the spec, the new color for the movie room is almost exactly the same blue that I picked. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I blew my budget, my maintenance budget and other things because they told me that I couldn't paint. But uh, next month, my friend, next month. Wow. I would just yeah. think I, I'm surprised you would get soaked for that being part of your lined budget. Oh, that I see. Just, yeah. That should just come out of a general like corporate budget, not your budget. Yeah, you would think, right? Um, facilities or something, you know, maintenance. So something. so you. so I, I get a, a a budget from corporate um to various accounts. Um, but then I look at the budget and I can change it to where I think I'm going to spend more money one month over another. Right. Sure. Um, so like, whatever, let's say I got to like repaint the parking lot for some reason. Right. Um, it's not like a huge expense, so I can put that out of my budget, but like if I need to repave the parking lot, let's say I can put in a request for a capital expense. And then if it's approved, then corporate would pay for it and it doesn't come out of my budget. Mm. Which I did. <laughs> gotcha. I just, gotcha. They just spent uh, like 400 grand to repay my parking lot. Yeah, repaving is not uh, cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Uh, and it took them like a week too. Yeah. It was fun. Where did all the cars, I mean, did you do it in stages or did all of the cars just have to find neighboring parking spots to park in for a week? Yeah, yeah no, we did it in stages. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, ours, there's too much traffic, man. Like I, too. I've got like 200 employees, you know, so I can't just shut the parking lot down. Right. Yeah, ours, ours was like that, but still parking spots ran out. So you certainly did not, the week of that being done... You did not want to come to work at between nine and nine thirty. You wanted to get there around eight eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But anyways, look, you know how I roll in my life. I do what I want. You know what I mean. And uh, and if I get in trouble for it, then I ask for forgiveness. <laughs> well, uh, at least you have good taste in colors. So who would have thought? I know. I should have been an interior designer. Right. And well, you, you know what's even funnier with the maintenance dude because I'm sure he's like, finally we get to do stuff. Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, me and uh, two other managers and and the maintenance guy, we go out every couple weeks. Matter nice. of fact, we're going out tomorrow because uh, oh. it's uh, the maintenance guy's wife's birthday. Oh, so nice. we're gonna go hang out. Yeah, yeah. And we went we went a couple weeks ago for my birthday, so that was fun. yeah. You mentioned you were one of the few people not drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah, they yeah. forced you to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, they're like, where are we going to go? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> you guys yeah, play it. It's, it's her birthday. 
Uh, we're going to the same place we went for my birthday because they had apparently had these pineapple martinis that were banging. Ooh. And so everyone wants these pineapple martinis again. I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> hell fine. yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. That sounds real good. But here's the kicker. Through all this hassle where I was severely uh, scolded <laughs> yes. for wanting to do this, I just got a race. hey sometimes it's a squeaky wheel yep well you know we're 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 up in in sales every month is up in there so nice yeah it was an easy sell that's great now you just need to develop one of your people to become the poopy bandit then everything will be right in the world Look, I don't need any more poopy bandits. Come on. Okay, one poopy bandit is enough. Come on. Or the or the person that well, I'll say dude, because this scenario would only work if it's a dude. Uh or the guy who decides he wants to bicycle into work and then in the morning you open up the bathroom door, the communal bathroom door, and that guy's like standing there only in his underwear trying to like air dry the sweat off of him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you though, the other day I was, uh, I mean, I wasn't upset because I don't get upset, but I was slightly irritated. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we've been using like Lotus notes for email. <laughs> oh. Right. And so they finally decided we're all going to go to Outlook. Hey, like, perfect. Office 365, right? There so they're go. like, here's the rollout date. So I'm like, perfect. I'm like, go in, get my email, get it set up, over. I go in, I can't access shit. <laughs> oh boy. I, I can't get in my email. I don't have my files. Like my, my virtual Ugh. machines are down. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and I called and apparently they had set up the account, but like not done anything else. <laughs> so, uh, so I did like nothing that day. It was great. Thanks guys. Yeah. It was awesome. They're like, oh, we, we won't be able to fix it till like tonight or tomorrow. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. My, my place, uh, they all operate on teams. So when they set up my teams, they set up for N Wetmore at my company's name. Mm-hmm. But on my Outlook and everywhere else, it's Nick period Wetmore. Ah, yes. So I couldn't get, and I'm still, I've been with the company for, I don't know, a month and a half. And I still can't get on Teams. No one can see me. I can't see them. I get notified when people write in our group chat. I'll get notified like the first seven words as a little preview email notification. Yeah. But, you know, I'll just see like, Okay, that sounds good. Dot dot dot. Click here to see more, and that goes nowhere because it's not going to Nick Period Wetmore. It's going to N Wetmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I even like I reached out to three different people, and I'm like, "Hey, can you just use this email, Nick Period Wetmore at blah blah, and maybe just loop." me in like I'm a brand new person and that end wetmore person can just sort of be there but be a dead person. <laughs> and they were like, no, there's some way we can do this. We can figure this out. Well, 
jump ahead, what, two months? And it still hasn't been done. And I get like, I'm low per, I'm like a contractor. I'm low person on the totem pole. The, like in order of like importance and like drop everything. Yes. Getting me on teams is like next to nothing. But at some point it's like, and I even stopped, I stopped reaching out like two weeks ago. Cause I'm like, obviously they don't care. So yeah, yeah. I'm not going to care. I'm just going to work. And if I'm not sitting in teams talking to people about projects that we're doing, then guess what? They're going to have to email me. Oh, well. well so Hopefully here's the kick. Email me to Nick dot Wetmore instead of N Wetmore. Oh, so, let, so let me bring something up because maybe you can do this because hmm. I surely can't because hmm. I'm dealing with incompetence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of the reasoning, so like before certain people like had their name at, you know, whatever at mm-hmm. company.com. Sure. Um, management wasn't that way. Right. So like my, my email would be like GM at company.com. Let's say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But with the transfer to outlook, they were going to give everyone their name. So it'd be M for ready at company.com. Right. That makes sense. Sure. And then, and then supposedly they were going to shut off the old email addresses mm-hmm. and everything was going to be forwarded. Right. So after all my emails set up, I'm like, great. And I'm sitting and I'm sitting and I, I see no emails. Right. And you know me, I don't give a shit about email. Sure. But it's very strange that I don't get an email at work. Right. Cause I mean, like, you know, usually I get 40, 50 a day. Right. Yeah, I was going to say so an like, hour wouldn't go by, a half hour wouldn't go by where you're not getting an email. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, that's yeah. really weird. So I sign into my old email and I have a ton of email. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, there's something that's not set up correctly. Let me just do a filter, right? Where I can just, every time I get an email, forward to mforeadyacompany.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So I do that. And I close it out and I go back to my email. And like another hour goes by and I still have no email. Uh-huh. And like, that's really weird. And I go back into the old one and I have new emails. <laughs> so, so I call the help desk and I'm like, Hey, uh, so what's up? And they're like, Oh, that's not going to work. And I'm like, what's the point of this if it's not going to work? So now I have to sign into both emails. <laughs> Ugh, the worst. <laughs> Um, cause everyone's like sending the, like themselves stuff on their new email addresses, right. but like certain things, like especially the automated tasks are still being sent to like the old email address. Yes, of course. So, uh, so it's freaking useless. That's, you would think that the help desk, you should be able to go up that chain of command and be like talking to one of the head people and like, do you? Could you help me out here? Hey, I. Yeah, my email address. It's uh, GM at company name. Blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a dumb low level contractor. Let's go. Oh, uh, they they love when I call. Like they all know me by name. Um, because they like there's certain things they don't need to do, right? Like, did you turn it on and off? Like, yes, right. I fucking right, turn it right. on and off, right? So mm-hmm. if when I call, like they automatically just skip like the dumbass questions. Good, good. Um, 
So, so it's nice. I had one girl, I had some issue with something. Um, I think I was processing some checks or something and, uh, and it wasn't working. And she's like, I can't find any documentation on this. And she's like, I'm not to send this to like level two or whatever. I said, no, 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 just like go into KB135. And like, I, I, I wrote it like when I first got here because I had the same problem already. Um, and so she, she like went in there and that helped her figure out like what the problem was. Um, I don't, it's so weird, man. Like, we just use so much outdated technology. I don't get it. Yeah, trust me. There's there's a point where I'm very self sufficient, and I'll happily like, oh, let me just try to fiddle around with it and try to, I, I let me try to figure that out, like like you did with the filters. Yeah. And then there's points where the help desk is like. Because I have a company computer, not a personal computer that I work off of. And the first week, they're like, do not put anything on that computer. If you want to put anything, you let us know, and we'll put it on. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. And there was a program that I needed to help out uh, one one of our clients. And I went through about... Five weeks back and forth. And honest to God, it was like multiple times a week for five weeks. Then I get to this one guy who's very chillax, very much like me and you. And he was like, you know, you can just go on the Internet and download that to your machine. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute. I've had multiple people tell me do not do exactly what you're telling me to do. And he's like, "Eh, don't worry about it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I want to do, but I also don't want a person to log into my computer and be like, why did he download all this stuff? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, because you know me, I'm a rule follower. Like, yeah. don't. You, you can't <laughs> that's just, what we get along. We're, we're opposites. <laughs> oh, for sure. But still, it like, come on, don't say, like, I know my role. I know I'm a peon here. Like, the last thing I'm going to do is, like, I could just go and download that. Even though in my head, multiple times I was thinking, I could just download this. Who would know? Who would mm. check the Dum Dum's computer? Come on. See, like, we can't nope. do that because you need to have uh, the administrator password. So that's there for you you to, if, Like, if you want something installed, you have to call IT and they install it. Oh, my previous job, they wouldn't even let you install uh, iTunes. Mm. They had no, because, and I get their point. It's like, what's close to iTunes at this point? Netflix. And there's plenty of people that have Netflix on their machines and watching movies all day. Mm. I used to know plenty of people. And you want to know who was let go from that company before these people? The guy you're talking to. Hello. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, how does this guy have an office? He's watching Netflix. And all he does is take out his earbud for me to ask questions. And he's not hiding that he's just watching Netflix. He just takes the earbud out and like answers my question and then goes back to Netflix. Yeah. And he, yeah. he's in an office. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. I'm like, I'm in a cubicle. What the, what is wrong with this picture? <laughs> oh, crazy. Yep. Yep. See, yeah, no, I, I get your point. Um, cause I have, we have cameras all over the, the, the building in the property. Sure. Um, but my office, 
and the two offices connected to mine don't have cameras in them. Mm. And everyone's always like, oh, no, we don't. <laughs> okay. Be- because, uh, the, the whole system is in my office. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so everyone's always like, how come there's cameras everywhere and you guys don't have cameras? I'm like, I don't need to watch myself work. <laughs> right. I mean, duh. Yeah. Obviously. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so fun times, fun times. Good, good times, good times. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to, man? Oh, man. What haven't I been up to? Well. Oh, man. That I, much, I, huh? I wouldn't say that. Um, hmm. Hmm. Ah! I'll give you a brief, well, comic-wise? I started for the very first time uh, the John Byrne run for Fantastic Four, so that's exciting. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Personal-wise, been pretty much just hanging out. I don't think I've watched a movie since we last talked. What? Yeah. I did. I watched a couple movies. Oh? Um, I did. I did. Uh, So I'll, I'll talk about those. But uh, I'm, I haven't I'm had time, prepping man. for Dune and uh, Foundation. That's sort of what I've been prepping for. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, now I'm just I'm I'm busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a busy guy. Oh hell yeah, I'm a busy guy. Uh, but I'm finally I'm almost done editing this book. I was gonna try to nice. be done last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, life happens. It so. does. Uh, I'm gonna try to finish it this week and mm-hmm. uh, hand it back to him so he can. Uh, his plan is to have it out by uh, end of the year, or early next year. So, oh, uh, nice. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Um, I went. Uh, I was a guest on a podcast that uh, that I, I used to listen to more often. I don't as much anymore. Okay. Um, but but that was weird because I you know I listened to this guy for like years. You know what I mean. Nice. And then, and then to be asked to be a guest, I thought that was cool. So we, uh, we discussed some philosophy and that was fun. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, I'm, I'm freaking knee deep into this, this crypto thing. Oh. Uh, rocking, rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Um, you know, I've just been, uh, I've been like tangentially involved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but this week they asked me to possibly join the team, so that could be interesting. Oh shit! Um, we'll see how that goes. So I've been I've been busy writing uh, what we call chips uh, improvement proposals for the protocol. So uh, so that's fun, man. Huh. That's uh, that's fun. Yeah, I just did. Uh, and and you have to keep it like understandable, right? Because some people are like deep into finance and stuff like that but uh but a lot of people that have like voting power they don't fucking know anything you know what i mean yeah just like oh crypto number go up right like they just want to make money right um so you when you write these things you have to be very careful how you word things and uh so it's just like people that buy into like video game companies buy stock in video game companies just because they're waiting on the like investment call to hear like Mario. And then it's like, ooh, what did they say about Mario? Ooh, is there a new game? Mm. Like that's all they care about. The rest of the stuff just goes right over their head. 
There is a new movie, though. Oh, God, don't break that. How dare you? F off. Are you kidding it's an- me right it, now? It's animated. It's animated. Yeah, I know. Have you heard the voice list? I know Chris Pratt and a Taylor Joy. Yes. I don't know who else. Um, The guy from... Oh, what is it? The guy from um, Charlie Day. He's mm. Luigi. Uh, Keenan, what's his name? Keegan, Michael Keegan. Oh, okay. He's All right. Toad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, God, who else? Jesus Christ. I just saw this cast, too, because uh, Nintendo had a... Uh, a little god what the hell was it it was like a preview for the rest of the year and like into next year mm-hmm. two days ago so they flashed up oh jack black is bowser <laughs> of course uh here i have the list um bar, 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 bar. anna anya taylor joy from queen's mm-hmm. gambit she's peach mm-hmm. uh donkey kong is seth rogan fred mm-hmm. is cranky kong which i love um and stand-up comedian and he was in a Martin Scorsese film. Uh Sebastian Manakalsko is Spike. But the thing I want to say F off is like Chris Pratt. Like Chris Pratt. Lego movies very <laughs> Chris Pratt. Like Yeah, what's wrong with that? Oh good god. And my wife's all on board. But I was just like, there's so many other people that could be this character. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, get over it. I know, I know, I know. Get over it, bro. It's going to be good. But I'm happy it, that uh, that Charles Martinet, he's doing some side voices, too. Ah. Yeah. So that'll be good. Interesting. But, but Seth Rogen, that, that's a interesting call for, Dur- for yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, um, how did we get on that? You were—I don't know—I brought it up. Yeah, you were—you were talking about movies that you saw. You know, my mind just goes weird places. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, no, that reminds me. So I did want to bring up—I know I texted you earlier. Uh, we have some very smart listeners. If oh. there's any listeners in the audience with solidity experience or UX design experience. Uh, hit me up. We're going to do it. Just send it to the, the Nerd Legion email. Hello at nerdlegion.com. Yes. yes. All right. You might have a job. Okay. Because uh, I'm about to write a proposal. Shackles. Yeah, that's right. I'm about to write a proposal for that. So, uh, dude, like this proposal that I, that I just wrapped up, it took me like, let's see, we've been discussing it for like three weeks. Mm. Um, and I finally got it done uh, two nights ago. Well, even if they uh, aren't, even if our listeners aren't UX designers, uh, guess what? Somebody in your building that you work with might be a UX designer. It's true. And if they're good and not flaky or idiots, then yeah, tell them to hit Martin up. Oh, if you're an artist, also hit me up. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on a proposal for uh, participation NFTs. Mm. So, so I'll be looking for an artist soon as well. Nice. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, movies. So, uh, so I watched two movies. Well, I don't even know how I watched this one. It was huh. so weird. You know how, like, you get on Netflix sometimes, and, uh, and you start scrolling through your list, and you see something? Oh, especially, all right. So this happened going through, like, the coming soon list, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, like, I don't, I don't watch the previews, because I hate, like, you open the, the, the movie page, and, like, it starts auto-playing the trailer. Like, it just, that annoys me. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I'm going through the coming soon thing and like checking the stuff that I want to be notified when it comes out. Right. And, and this one movie showed up and I'm like, Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, so, so I put notify. Right. And, uh, and then it finally came out this week and I was like, Oh sweet. I'm going to watch it. And I started watching it. Right. And, uh, and like the main character is a little kid. And I'm like, huh, oh, that's weird. Uh, that it's a little kid. Like, Maybe this is a kid's movie. And I start, keep watching it, and like, for sure it's a kid's movie. Okay? Um, it's called Night Books. Night, what? Night Books. Books. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. One word. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, this kid gets kidnapped by a witch. Um, the witch is, uh, what's her name? Oh god. Hang on. Let me look this up. Uh oh. Uh, before, before I, I, I continue. Kristen Ritter. There you go. Jessica oh. Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's the witch. So he gets kidnapped by the witch and, uh, the witch has like the kids that she kidnaps, like they're basically her slaves, right? Like they clean and cook and stuff. Um, but she wants like him to read her like horror stories before bedtime. And, He's like, uh, he, like he wants to be a horror writer, right? So he's got like notebooks filled with horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like he followed this whole thing and it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Hansel and Gretel thing. Actually, let me, let me rephrase. It ends up being exactly Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like that's, that's a twist at the near the end when, uh, when the kids escape this witch. Spoilers. Uh, oh. they escape. But do they? Dun dun dun. Ooh. Um, anyways, I, I actually, I, I thought it was, uh, it was rather cute. So, uh, I know we have listeners that, uh, have kids. So if you have kids, watch it with your kids. Uh, I did not watch it with my kids because it was like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, let me just put on a movie. And, uh, for some reason I put this one on and I was like, I'll just keep watching it. Uh, and it was fun. I liked it. Uh, it's not quite like Disney movie cheese, uh-huh. uh, but like there's some cheese because it's a fucking kids movie, right? You know? uh, but I, I recommend it regardless. So, but the the one that I do want to talk about is not a kids movie. Hide your kids. Uh, I guess don't hide your wife. You can maybe watch it with your wife. Not you. Not Nick Wetmore. I can't. No, you can't. Your wife will hate this movie. There's a lot of blood. Dang it. Okay. Um, but I thought it was very enjoyable. Um, it's called Kate. K-A-T-E? Yes. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Kate. It's, it's a Netflix original movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, starring, uh, what's her name? Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Is that her? Yes, that's her. That's Mary Elizabeth actor. Winstead. Uh-huh. Uh, Ramona from Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Um, she was in Birds of Prey. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. 
yeah. she's badass in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, also starring uh, Woody Harrelson. Ooh. As her mentor slash spoiler alert. Uh, listen, look, I'm going to give this as a spoiler. Okay. However, if you don't catch that this is going to happen within like the first five minutes of the movie, uh, you just need to quit watching movies. Ooh, jeez. Okay. Uh, cause, cause you just don't get it. Uh, mentor slash, uh, arch nemesis. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're not describing, uh, what is it? Spawn 2? No, that's Spawn. Oh, uh, Venom Spawn. 2? Venom 2. Ah, yes, he is in that, isn't he? Yeah. This might be yeah. the, the year of Woody Harrelson. I welcome yeah, he's but he, he, he's Butch Cassidy in that. The Sundance Kid. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So wait, um, what, what? now what are you saying? Mentor and what is he to her? Slash arch nemesis. Of course, the, t- the turn. Of course. like The turn that you were trope. expecting. Yeah, except you totally expect but, it. Yeah, you could see it a mile away if it wasn't in the trailer already. Yeah, I don't watch the trailer, so I don't know. Right. Um, but like you watch the first five, ten minutes of the movie and you're like, ah, eh, there's something a little weird here. Okay. Yep. Um, anyways, she's great in this movie. Oh. She's great. Um, she is a total badass. What was the one that I watched recently? I don't remember. Um, but, uh, she is, she's an assassin. Okay. But, I mean, it's never like mentioned, but she for sure is like a CAA assassin. Right. And Woody Harrelson is like her keeper. Right. Sure. 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 Um, and it turns out that like he, like her parents were killed when she was a little kid and he took her in and basically just like trained her to be an assassin her entire life. Of course. Of course. Okay. Right. Like this plot is not original. Okay. Should Um, I, should I guess who killed her parents? No, we don't know that. We don't know that. Are you I mean, sure? Maybe they're holding on to that for the sequel. Look, I, we don't spoiler know alert: Woody Harrelson. Wink, wink. <laughs> we we don't know that. However, based <laughs> on based on a twist, when you find out that the mentor is also the arch nemesis, you ah. can probably assume that it was him that either directly killed them or had someone kill them. Hey, Martin. Yes. Now, I didn't see this film. You did not. But I'm thinking that Woody Harrelson guy might not be that nice of a guy. (laughs) Well, you know, his dad killed uh, John F. Kennedy. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's Lee Harvey Oswald's son? What? Wasn't that Woody Harrelson? Hang on. What's the deal with his... Oh, no, his dad was like a serial killer. Woody Harrelson's father in real life? Yes, dude. Charles Harrison. Yeah, what? here we go. American murderer and hitman. Father of Woody Harrelson. Are you serious? 
I'm a hundred percent serious. What are you talking I've about? I listen to so many true crime podcasts. How have how has none of these ever done Woody Harrelson's father? All right, let me let me read you this here real quick. Sure. Allegations of involvement in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. In September 1980, Harrelson surrendered to police after a six-hour standoff in which he was reportedly high on cocaine. Nice. Cocaine! Oh, During the standoff, God. he threatened suicide, stating that he had killed both yeah. Judge Wood and President John F. Kennedy. Smart. In a television interview after his arrest, Harrelson said, At the same time I said I had killed the judge, I said I had killed Kennedy, which might give you the idea of the state of mind, uh, the state of my mind at the time. Yeah, um, cocaine, like you said. Cocaine. Joseph Chagra later testified during Harrison's trial that Harrison claimed to have shot Kennedy and drew maps to show where he was hiding during the assassination. Chagra said he did not believe Harrison's claims, and the Associated Press reported to the FBI apparently discounted any involvement by Harrison in the Kennedy assassination. Um, Harrison is believed to be the youngest and tallest of the three tramps by many conspiracy theorists. Mars stated that Harrison was involved with criminals connected to intelligence agencies and the military and suggested that he was connected to Jack Ruby through Russell Douglas Matthews, a third party with links to organized crime, who was both known to Harrelson and Ruby. Lo- Lois Gibson, a well-known forensic artist, matched photographs of Harrelson to the photographs of the youngest looking of the three tramps. Fascinating. Right? Fascinating. Uh, but he, he was, a, he was like a murderer. He killed like some dude and then he killed like some other dude and then he killed the judge and then he got arrested. Dang. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's dead, but like he's, he, yeah, he was like a fucking one of them guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I saw, I saw an interview with, uh, with Woody Harrelson where he talked about it. So really? Was, that's, yeah, yeah, it's true. You just would think that Woody Harrelson would be, ah, uh, no comment on that one. Let's I mean, I guess. Doesn't that, like, make sense, though? Like, think about, like, Woody Harrelson and his roles and, like, his just general personality and all that. Like, doesn't it make sense that his dad was, like, a mob hitman? I don't know. He, I don't. He's He's such a good actor. I like him. I like him a lot. Oh, I love him. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Wild. Wild. Right? See, you learn. See, you thought you were coming here for a friendly chat. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then you learn that you come here to be educated. Martin, I got news for you. I'm completely <laughs> into this movie that you're describing to me right now. Uh huh. But that Woody Harrelson father tangent might be the best tangent that you mentioned in at least a year. Oh, man. That it, that was a phenomenal tangent. Phenomenal. See, Thank it you. pays off sometimes. Heck yeah, that pays great. off sometimes. Um. Oh, Woody Harrelson, the the narrator of uh true crime documentary Costco Exposed Undercover Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> My God, they say. This three pounds of pastrami is fourteen ninety nine, but in actuality, it's only two point nine pounds of pastrami. Uh-huh. Got him. Exposed. Exposed. 
used. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, and it's, it's in Japan. The whole movie takes place in Japan, in Tokyo. Um, so there's a lot of Japanese. I gotta say, look, I, I, I took Japanese for one year in college. Ooh. Interessante. Um, recently I've considered going back and like learning Japanese again. Okay. Uh, just, and then I watch this movie and I'm like, God, I have to learn to speak Japanese. <laughs> it's just like, it's so cool hearing Japanese. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know how like, uh, like, alright, alright, so like, like a French speaker could just like be completely like cussing you out, like totally obliterating you or calling all kinds of names. And it will sound like the most beautiful thing, right? Like yeah, you're being like cussed out and you're like, Yes, give me more. Let me let me get like right. a bowl of ice cream and just listen to you cuss me out. Uh for some reason, like to me, Japanese is that way. Um yes, except it's like a, the, the it's weird, a romantic the, language. It is. And the weird thing is, like in so so I I studied five years of German, right? And and anything that you say in German sounds like you're getting cussed out. Right, like yes. even if you, you tell can, somebody you that can you make love sweet them. love by the fire, but yes. somebody is talking in Polish or German, and it sounds like they're yelling at you. Yeah, it sounds like they're yelling at you. And so, so Japanese is like this weird mixture of the two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where like somebody could be reciting like a very romantic poem to you in Japanese, right? And if if you get like the right narrator. It sounds like they're like dictating military strategy to you. Mm-hmm. Right? But but they're not. But just like the tone that is used. Yeah, uh, Mandarin is like a musical language. It's very pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I uh I started rewatching uh what's his name? Shoma NYC, this uh YouTuber. Have you ever watched them? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Really cool guy. Uh, he's from New York and, uh, I think he, yeah, I think he studied, uh, Chinese, like in China, like he went to, uh, college in China. Uh, so, so he's fluent in Mandarin and, uh, Cantonese and one other like Chinese dialect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recently he's been doing this, like he, he's, ch- he's gotten kind of over the Chinese thing. Cause I guess like he's done it so much that he's trying new stuff. Um, so in some of the, the newer videos, he's learning like African languages, right? Like, uh, Yoruba. Oh. Um, uh-huh. but, but so he like, he learns this language and goes to like, uh, let's say Chinatown, right? And pretends to just be like a normal dude, right? And like goes in there and like, the, let's say he goes to a restaurant and he's like, oh, like, what's good to eat here? Like, oh, this here, like, what's this on the menu? Right. Can, like, can you explain what this food is? Um, and like, they're obviously not very interested in talking to him. Um, but then like, after they explain it, he's like, he just like switches to like full on Chinese. Sure. Uh, and like, they're always like super shocked. Right. And then like, he gets great service. Cause now he's like speaking to them in their native language. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that, that channel is interesting. You should check it out if you get some time. Uh, but he's been doing some, like he went to London to go to like, I don't even know what it's called, like Little Laos or something, like or, like the Nigerian community in, in London. Oh. Um, and 
like he had only practiced Yoruba for like a month. So he like goes in there and does the same thing, like starts talking English and then like switches to Yoruba. And they're like, oh my God, this white guy speaks Yoruba. Like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. That's great. Yeah. He did one that I watched, uh, yesterday actually. He went to New Mexico and, uh, and found some, oh God, what's the language? Uh, the wind talkers. What was that? Oh. Navajo. Yeah. Is it Navajo? I was say Cheyenne, but yeah, Navajo. Yeah, Navajo. Uh, so he finds like this like, uh, restaurant. It's like a taco restaurant, right? Cause it's New Mexico. So of course they have tacos. Uh, but it's like run by like all these like old Navajo women. And, uh, so they go in there and they start talking about the food. And then like he starts ordering in Navajo. And they're like, Oh my God, you speak Navajo. It's like come inside the, and this is like during COVID, right? So it's closed. So you can't go inside. But after he t- speaks Navajo, they're like, Oh, come in and we're like, we'll teach you how to like cook Navajo food and like all the stuff. And like they're going back and forth in Navajo. It's pretty fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Japanese though. I'm gonna learn that shit. I'm gonna learn that and I'm gonna learn Coptic. What's uh, Coptic? Coptic is, uh, basically like what ancient Egyptian turned into. Huh. Yeah. So, like it uses, uh, the Greek alphabet because it developed like around the time that, uh, Greece invaded Egypt. Uh, you know, like Cleopatra times. Right. Yeah, those times. Like when James, uh, James Spader went there. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. You James, know, history. James Spader, founder of ancient Egypt. Right. He I must saw have that brought on that language into it. Yeah, 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 I saw that on Stargate. Thanks, James Spader. Uh, he got in his hot tub time machine and, uh, and went to, to ancient Egypt. Well, uh, no, but I want to learn that because... Well, you know, I love philosophy, and so um, mm-hmm. there's like a certain segment of philosophy that I'm very interested in, and a lot of the original texts of this are written in Coptic. So mm. I would love to learn Coptic so I can read it in Coptic, because uh, you know you miss stuff in translation, for sure. So, so I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Anyways, that's it. I think that's the movies I watched. Well, was this, is this a movie that I would be interested in? Now, here's the thing. As long as you get over the uh, copious amount of blood. I don't mind blood. I don't mind, I don't mind action violence. That's what I like. Oh. I just don't like like horror. I don't like horror suspense. That's what I don't like. Oh, no. Why are you playing music, Netflix? Um, no, there's no horror suspense. Okay. That's what it, no it sounded suspense. like. It sounded like an action film. Yeah, no, it's straight up action. Oh, wait, I did watch another action movie. Mile 22, that was very good. Mile 22. Uh, yeah, actually, it could have been better, but it, I really enjoyed it. Uh, starring, um, oh, what's his, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, him. That guy. Really? Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and Lauren Cohen from uh, oh, The Walking I Dead. Like, I like Lauren Cohen. Yep. And John Malkovich. Ooh, I like him too. Yep. Spoiler, I just don't like the Wahlberg. You don't like the Wahlberg? I don't like the no. Wahlberg either. 
No, I don't care for him. I think he needs to stick to uh, making some wall burgers. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Is that a thing? I need uh, I need some info from uh, from the Boston peeps. DJ, wall send burgers? me a text. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah? You have in Chicago? No, they have them in Vegas. Oh, of course. Yeah, I've seen them there. Can I ask you if you've seen a Korean Netflix show? Chances are yes. I know. That's what I'm hoping for. Because I don't think you've ever talked about it. But I tripped over, just like you say you don't like, I was looking through the new releases or recommended area. And I hovered... Yes. How did you know? Because that's next on my watch list. Shit. Cause I just watched the trailer and I'm like, dang, this looks really cool. It has a really good visual look to it. Yeah. 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 It does. But I've it seen does. the most dangerous game versioned. Yep. Probably I've seen that done. Three, four times? I didn't watch the horror version of it, but I've watched all the other versions. Mm. So that's why I was like, but this looks different, and it looks really interesting. It looks real sharp. Um, Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's on my queue. It reminded me of... um, What's that movie called? The Panic Room. Is that it? Hang on. Panic Room with Jodie Foster? No, 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 not Panic Room. The Panic Room. No, that's not what it's called. No. Dang. Um, you know how they have those, uh, those games where you like, they put you in a room and you solve like a murder mystery, right? Like Clue? Like Saw? Yes. Like Saw. Except not torture porny. Except not torture porny. Alright, you know what? That's perfect. Saw without the torture porn is the movie that I'm thinking of. What's it called? I could have sworn it was called The Panic Room. Uh, there's a sequel that I think just came out or is about to come out as well. See, it, re- it reminds me of like the most dangerous game, especially like... I think there's part a part in the trailer where they're like, 250 of you will get to pass the circle, and you're safe. Everyone else will be executed. Oh, yeah. And it totally reminds me of the dangerous game. I mean, there was a version of it. God, who the hell was in it? I don't recall. But it was like they picked up bums. And rich people put them on an island, and then they hunted them. Because humans are the most dangerous game. That's right. Yeah. There's always a version of it, but it's always like, I don't know, it's interesting. It's really interesting. And I think that, uh, what was his name, Mikey, Mickey, the Japanese director, he had a version of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of, like, the, there's some, like, really cool takes on it. Did you ever see Identity? Is that the horror version? No, Identity is, um, oh god, uh, John Cusack. No. Is that the one okay. that they're in a hotel room? Yes. Yeah, yes, I, re- I recall the trailer, but it, I even bought the DVD, but it was too scary. I put it down. Oh, dude, the twist at the end is so good. Yeah. 
All right, look, can I spoil yeah. it? Because that movie's like yeah, absolutely. Years. I would love I love a twist. Go ahead. All right, so so it's uh, the genre is like a locked room, uh, locked room, whatever, like movies. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now in in identity, they're not like in a room, right? But they are like locked in a place, and it's this like hotel, uh, like a motel mm-hmm. that like different groups of people end up at. Hmm. Okay, um, like there's a there's a cop that's transporting like an inmate. So um, it's a forced but- location. Like a lot of like a lot of films will be like there's a uh, hurricane going on, so we have yeah. to stay in this little area. Right. So in uh in identity there's like a massive rainstorm. There we go. Okay. Right. Except and both like of the, in the roads are washed out. We have to stay. Yes, here. they matter of fact they are because they try to leave <laughs> at one point in the limousine. Sure. Okay. Anyways, so so you start going through like this this locked room mystery and like people are getting killed. Like people all these people at the motel are getting killed. Uh and it turns out that uh this cop was not just transporting inmate he's like a serial killer oh shoot okay. so he's not a cop he's well one of the twists then becomes that because of the rain they got into a crash and the serial killer killed the cop and assumed his identity oh nice but you want to know what the real twist is yes what's the name of the movie identity Identity. So the whole time it makes you think we're trying to figure out the identity of the serial killer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Of who is killing all these people. That's not it. It's called identity because there's, there's actually not a group of people. There is only one person. <gasps> and, and so he it's has a split personality thing. Yeah. He, he has DID. Wow. Dissociative, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Multiple yeah. personality disorder. And so the wow. whole time that you've been watching this movie of like these people in the motel, um, what you've actually been watching is like what's happening in this guy's, in this like killer's mind as he's being interviewed by a, uh, a shrink. Jeez. And so he's basically like killing off all his personalities. Wow, that's pretty cool, right? I'm, right. I might have. To, I might have to watch this. I might have to just suffer through it and watch it. It's got Amanda Peet, man. She's hot. Oh, I know. I looked through the cast: Rebecca De Mornay and Ray Liotta, John Cusack. That's a that's yep. a stellar cast. Yep. Hey, you and it's directed by James Mangold. Come yep. on, how can this be bad? He's a great right. director. So you saw the cast? Yes. Okay. Who, who, out of this cast, who do you think plays the cop? Uh, Ray Liotta. Why is it that Ray Liotta only plays cops? Cops or crooks. That's or why I didn't cops think that he'd are be crooks. a killer. I didn't think he'd be a serial killer. I'm like, John Cusack, that's a serial killer. But Mangold's a great director. Come on, he directed Logan and Walk the Line. He's a good director. Yeah, he's great. Dang, yeah. I might have to watch this. It's a great movie, man. You should watch it. 
should watch Matter of fact, I need to put this on my queue again and rewatch it. I should watch it. Yeah. Identity. How do we get an identity? Oh, Squid Game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I want to watch Squid Game. Uh, cause it's, uh, like even then it's a different take. It's almost like, uh, like Hunger Games, but in a locker room scenario. Yeah, it looks good. It looks yeah. real good. Um, the trailer actually reminds me of, uh, what's that movie that I watched? Is it called The Elevator? The Platform. The Platform. Um, I don't know what that's on. I watched it last year. I talked about it on the podcast. It was a, the, a Spanish. Is that the is one it? that the elevator or the platform goes up and down? Yeah. And it like, there's like a feast mm-hmm. and like yep. people eat. And as it goes down the levels, there's like less and less food. Yeah. It totally reminded me. Squid Game sort of remind, had that frenetic pace of the platform. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, yeah, that's good. You know what? And I just thought about it. I did watch another movie. I watched The Vault. The Vault. That's good. You should watch that. Yeah, you should watch that. Matter of fact, if you enjoy Money Heist. Okay. One of my favorite shows. Uh, you will enjoy The Vault because they try to break into the same bank they break into in Money Heist. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, except it's a movie and not a TV show, but uh, it's really good. Who's in that? Um, nobody that I recognized. Actually, I recognized the one guy. I don't know. Let me see. Let me look up the cast. The is Vault. It, is it Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy? No. He was Chaz in Chaz Palmateri. He was in that uh, that zombie movie that I watched. I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of movies that have Vault in the name. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Freddie uh, Highmore? Liam, here we go. Liam Cunningham. That's the one that I recognized. Okay. Yeah, that um, one's Freddie Highmore. Yeah, he was in uh, Game of Thrones. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Don't know that movie. Or uh, don't know it's, that oh, show. Famke Jensen's in it. Oh. Except wait, it's wait, wait, wait. weird, because I almost didn't recognize her. Huh. Like, she showed up on screen, I'm like, oh, Famke Jensen. Nice. But then I looked at her again, and I was like, no, that's not her. She looks very odd, sir. Hmm. I feel like there's some botched plastic surgery in there somewhere. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh But anyways, I recommend it. It's fun. Fun movie. Um... I forgot to mention though. See, this is how this podcast works. For for new listeners, welcome to the Nerdlegion podcast with Nick Webmore. Um, I mentioned DJ earlier. Mm-hmm. Are you caught up on their podcast? I haven't listened to the brand new one that came out okay. today for me, but yes, I am caught up. Okay, wait. Today, <gasps> am I an episode behind? I am. It might have came out second. yesterday, but it arrived. Okay, in my yeah, feet two days today. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. So, so, okay, good. So, I did listen to that. Uh, I texted DJ because they were looking for like a name. You know how we have like the Legionnaires. Mm-hmm. So they were looking for a name for people that listen to Brightside Comics Chat. Nice. And so I texted him, and I was like, "Dude, Brightsiders, so obvious." That's a good Anyways. one. But then, so he replied. 
Or if they wanted to go more culty, mm-hmm. the brights. Ooh. Because that sounds like people wearing the same color shirts and always smiling <laughs> awkwardly. And it's like, are you in a cult? Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, you know what? You can you can do a play on that. You can call them like the bleachers. Mm. You know, because you put bleach with your white clothes to make them extra bright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. See, see, we're rolling here. DJ, like we need like we it. need some uh we need a commission here. Okay. Just send uh, us uh send us the first couple shirts for the for Yeah, the there you go. Cult. Just send us one of those. Go. But so uh so they were chatting and uh John brought up the fact that they're doing a uh a Grendel TV series. Yes, they are. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. I was like, oh, so exciting, right? Cause, uh, you know, I'm not in the loop. That's why I listen to podcasts. Right. And, and then they proceeded to say they had never read Grendel. Oh. Mama Mia. Right? I mean, like, DJ, I mean, you know, I told them I was slightly disappointed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh but I can understand. Like it it's not really like DJ's wheelhouse, I would say, in terms of comics. Um now I think that and, like there's there's some stories that maybe could be. Uh, sure. But there's also so many issues that I can't blame anyone for being like, where do I even jump in? Unless you just look at like War Child and you're like Oh, I like those Simon Bisley covers. Yes, I'll jump mm. in there. Yeah. Or you get pushed into it because of the Batman Grendel crossover back in the day, and you're like, I'm going to pick up Grendel. This is all right. Look, I won't lie. That's how I got into Grendel. Yeah. Why not? Uh, which is fine. But anyway, so like, I was like, all right, cool. No problem. I can understand. But yep. John, as a comic shop owner, I would have thought, like, that seemed like a no-brainer. Yeah. But he probably has so much to read. Then look, if I, if I own the comic shop, I, I probably would just, uh, I'd have to win the lottery because I would just never do anything but just read every comic. Or would, would you be just like be burned Mark out? Myers on wet it. dream. Oh, maybe. You know, just like all of a sudden it just becomes like a money sign for you. Like you just mm. lost all enjoyment of it. That is possible. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's very possible. And how many like companies would you think that are like sending him out free stuff and then reaching out to him like, hey, 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 did you read that? Hey, 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 what do you think? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had to read, and that's why I like the spotlight character's fun, but when you're forced into reading something that you're just not in the mood for, no thank you. Mm. No thank you. If um, if you had to recommend someone a a Grendel book to read, mm-hmm. what what do you think you would pick? Well, the easy answer is that what is it, the compendium? I think there's like three volumes mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, because the price point is uber cheap. Um. And it will get you into a huge portion of the history and backstory. Mm-hmm. 
And as a Grendel fan who has read like pretty much everything, there there are tangential things that go through like all of the arcs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you almost have to be up on that history. It's not like Hellboy, where you could just jump in and like, eh, if I miss some history, I miss some history. Like some of it's sort of important to get mm. to get up with the character. But then there's just some that are like War Child. War Child is entertaining and fun, and it's just a futuristic sci-fi book. Yes, yes. Like anybody could read that and don't really worry about the history. No big deal. And it's pretty to look at. Is it Bernie Moret, I think, I want to say? I don't remember. Maybe, or is... Oh, God. But anywho, <laughs> really, really good, beautiful art. That's an easy one to jump into. But where you're going to save your money is actually buying the compendium or whatever they're called. Compendium, omnibus, whatever the hell they're called. That's mm-hmm. a cheap way to go. It's not a high-quality, cloth-bound, knitted spine uh, omnibus. You know, it's glued together. You're getting what you pay for, pretty much. Very similar to the um, Rising Stars compendium. Mm-hmm. Yep. But who the hell cares? You're getting like 30 or 40 issues for a pretty low price point. <laughs> That's why, honestly, I hate to say it. Could you buy go to a quarter bin or a dollar bin and get some Grendels that way? Absolutely. Hell yeah. But like if Pander Brothers isn't your style of art, that could put you off the rest of the series. Mm. Same with, you know, they have a variety. I mean, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Sale did some Grendel artwork. If he isn't your cup of tea, it could put you off the character. Yeah. But for me, I love like, I, I love every different artist that does it. I like when Matt Wagner does it. I, the whole universe to me is fascinating. I, and when this was announced, the series was announced, I had like three people like text me and was like, Oh my God, this is going to be a pile of crap. And I was like, this isn't the flash or arrow. Like, an entire season of Grendel could go by without any action, blood, violence. It could just go by. This isn't Sin City. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. like character building and atmosphere. And like, it really, it reminds me of like John Sable. Like, it, it's about building the environment and it's about building the character, not the action and violence of it. Mm hmm. Um, did they but say... I am surprised both of them haven't tried it. It seems like yeah, it's been I am lexicon, surprised. or at least have read the Batman Grendel. Yeah, uh, so I love Batman Grendel. Uh, I th- I like uh, as a starting point. Um, what is it? Ray Ray White in Black. Yeah, yeah, Ray White in Black. Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like a collection of short stories. So yeah, and it has, it definitely has the design, the Matt Wagner like page layout design to it. Mm. But you're, say... you're going to be It's going to be very wordy And for somebody oh, who oh, yeah, always yeah, yeah. like Cites uh, Louise Simonson As like oh my god these word balloons Oh my god they're overpowering <laughs> Grendel is the same Freaking way but for whatever yeah. reason It works for me Because I could read 
I I wish there was more. Like if Grendel was a thirty-page comic, currently, if it was a thirty-page comic, and somebody complained, yeah, but there's only twenty pages of art, and then there's eight to ten pages of prose. Sign me up. I would take that all day, every day. Mm. Like if they did the, you know, a Watchmen treatment to it, I would be all over it. Because for whatever oh, reason, yeah. I enjoy that universe. It's really, really interesting to me. Yep. And it made me go back and read Grendel, the novel, that had nothing to do with that. But who the hell cares? Oh, I, um, in my, in my, what? Wasn't didn't Rucka write the novel? No, I thought John Gardner wrote it. Oh, yeah, I, I believe. feel like Rucka wrote it. I believe it was John Gardner. Let's look it up. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Grendel. But my point is at the height of Grendel, I read that novel just because, well, maybe it influenced Matt Wagner in some weird way. Oh, I see what you mean. You're talking about, okay, okay, okay. I was talking about the actual, like, Hunter Rose Grendel novel. Yes, yes, yes. I read that too. Yeah. But that really is the Grendel universe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I see what you mean now. I see what you yeah. mean. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Did they say that which, actually? Uh, Grendel actually made me go back and read what was the previous Matt Wagner's previous series, the dude with the baseball bat. Oh, they just had a series about him, didn't they? Last year or two years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he always comes up. It. Um, ah, fuck. Now I gotta work. I gotta look it up. Mage. There you go. Yeah, Mage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure listeners were yelling at the podcast, but sorry, it's uh, late on I a mean, Friday, so- people. My brain's not firing on all cylinders. That's true. Uh, I, I, is this a, it, it's a Hunter Rose TV show, right? It's not like Grendel Prime or anything like that. You know what? I don't think they really even said one of the characters. Oh, oh interesting. Ooh, maybe it's a anthology series. I would, I would love it if Grendel was a woman for one episode, a man for another episode, and then yeah. Grendel Prime. Sign me up. Sign me up. I just hope it doesn't fall into the Netflix two seasons and then they bail on it. They probably will. I know. I know. I I would expect it. Yeah, they probably will. <clears throat> Although I'm sure. Well, never mind. I'll leave that alone. I, I can't wait. And I really, I, have you heard if Matt Wagner's giving the thumbs up other than like, thank you for the check thumbs up? I, I don't know anything. The only thing I know about the show is what John said on the show. Okay. Cause I'd like, it'd be cool if Matt Wagner was like creative consultant. Oh, I, surely he is. Right? He owned, doesn't he own full rights to that? I thought so, yeah. Yeah, Dark Horse didn't take it from him, that's for sure. No, no, no. Surely it's got his blessing. So now this begs the question. We're we're getting a Grendel series. Can I hope for a Cerebus series? Can I hope for a Never a Ted McKeever Eddie Current series or Metropole? I'll take either of those. (laughs) 
sign me up. Can I hope for a Transmetropolitan series then? That's what I'm asking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I didn't say plastic forks for at least, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never thought about Cerebus. I don't know if they could make that into a series. I Let think me rephrase could, that. I think they I could do an animated version of it, but the problem is uh, yeah. everybody remembers, other than Church and State, a lot of people, their reference point for Cerebus is the parody characters. Yes. So you can't have Wolverine or Moon Roach in it without yes. like, oh boy, are we going to be sued by DC or Marvel? Um, no, but if they do the the Cerebus proper series, uh-huh. I mean, that's like you can do twenty seasons of that. That's true. Easy. Very true. You know what? Um, I, I think we come before Cerebus. And hmm. God, I wish this would happen. I just wish this would ha- Disney make this happen! Cause it's an Poison epic heads. comic. No. No, I-, I gave you a hint right there. It's an epic comic. So Marvel does know. own, Marvel does own epic comics. Alright, which, which one? Jim Starlin's Dreadstar. Oh, that'd be badass. Sweet action. You can animate those, that army of like robots. There's a little like religious undertone to it. And with CGI, we get, and we've seen it many times at this point, you can have a talking cat. Hmm. Which would be so sweet. I'm curious though. You just need to update his look. That's the thing. You need to update that look. I, I don't think Marvel owns the rise to Dreadstar. I think Starlin does. Well, then Starlin, get on it, dude. (laughs) Stop bitching and moaning about Infinity Gems. Get on that. Actually, you you have to be right because he did crowdfund uh, Dreadstar Omnibuses not too long ago. So, yeah, you're right. Well, good on him. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be down with that. Heck yeah. Because those are uh, great space operas. I feel like... Alright, here, here, I'm going to say something very strange. Ooh. I feel like I might get Disney Plus in like the next yeah. month or so. Hell yeah. Um, I was watching something... What was it? I can't remember. I was watching some video about uh, No Way Home. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um... Who was it? Was it film theory? It might have been film theory. Uh, and they were talking about like what could happen in the movie, right? And, uh, and they start going like over the, the possible inspirations of it. Mm-hmm. And, and they showed like an awesome clip of the what if series. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Dr. Like, the one with, uh, when Dr. Strange becomes, uh, like basically Mephisto. Um, he keeps like, dying and trying to rewrite history to yes. save the woman that he loves. Yes, 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 yes. Very, uh, I, I, hey, I might have peeled a tear during that episode just to lay it out. <laughs> so good. Um, and but, also, new, news flash for you, Martin Freddy. The next episode is uh, What If Marvel Universe Zombies? 
never read a Marvel zombie book ever. You know, I don't like Mar- I don't like zombies. Screw them. Yeah, shame on you. Um, now I sort of want to read Marvel zombies because that Marvel was a zombies good, is pretty fun. That was a good half hour episode, dude. It was really really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I I I'm I'm here for it now. Mm. And the uh, and I don't care what people say about the look to what if. What if looks beautiful? It has so such is, a great style to it. Is every episode like that? Yep. Damn. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like watercolory. It's real yeah, cool. That's, that's nice looking. Yeah, it is. I I, uh, I expected that from the the strange episode, but if every episode's like that, I might be down. Yeah, it's pretty. And yeah, I don't know how they did this, dude. In Marvel Zombies, Black Panther's part of it. End credits. Voiced by Chadwick Boseman. Oh, no kidding. So they must have just taken some of the lines that he spoke during Black Panther? Or did he record these lines before he passed away? I'm not sure, but I was shocked. Because I'm like, God, that guy sounds like Chadwick Boseman. And honest to God, looking like, just go on to IMDb and check out some of the voice casting for all of these episodes. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a killer list of like, they brought in, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy people. Oh no, sorry. It wasn't the zombie episode. It was what if Black Panther was in charge of, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, that's cool. What if, what if T- T'Challa became a Guardian of the Galaxy? And it was fascinating. That's cool. But there was a lot of T'Challa dialogue in it, and it was all Chadwick Boseman. It was really good, dude. How many episodes is it? Ten, I want to say. Ten episodes. I want to get, like, an episode listing. Uh, Check out IMDb. I think they go... Actually, they don't give you the ones that haven't aired, so you'll get all of the ones that have aired so far. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, but it's a killer row of voice talent in that thing. It's just freaking amazing. Clint Barton as the Hulk, huh? I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't read it, but that sounds great. Episode seven. Okay. I think I'm uh, too behind. Well, I want to see... Where's nine and ten? It says ten episodes. Oh, let's do this one. Wikipedia's got it on lock. Yeah, of course. They have spoilers there. Episodes. Nine is WTF. Ten is what remains. Well, what's the plot? What the hell? Shame. Shame. But it's it's good. I'm telling you, the uh, Carter, what if uh, Sharon Carter becomes Captain America? Yeah. It was awesome. It was just like a what if comic. They've, yeah. they've all been like that, yeah. And in the background of every episode, like, you can faintly see, like, the watcher watching whatever's happening. And it's really cool, dude. It is such, oh, it makes me want to read What If Comics all over again. Um, I'm assuming that they're, it's like the comics, right? Where they're, they're not related. Oh, no. Okay, good. No, no, no. Good. Just making sure. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's so good. But maybe what you want to wait till the next series starts up. I don't know when that is. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe. I might, we could you just know. pump everything out and be done with Disney Plus, you know, after two months. Boom. I'll uh, I'll wait till November for uh, Disney Plus Day. Oh. And then I'll do WandaVision and uh, Captain America Winter Soldier thing. Mm-hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, yep. I'll do What If. Mm-hmm. I can watch Shang-Chi. Yep. Um, and there's Black one Widow, other though. Black Widow. You still got to pay for. Yeah, you do. Oh, Loki. That's right. There you go, Loki. I knew we Loki. were missing one. They're all worth huh. it, dude. Yeah, They're all really maybe. good. Maybe. And this is coming coming from a guy who's been like pretty burned out on Marvel IP, movie IP, I should say. Have you now? Eh. Sorta. I'm not rushed into see Black Widow. I'll see it when it comes out, like on HBO or wherever. Yeah, that's not that exciting, is it? Shang-Chi I really want to see, but I'm not rushing out to see it. Nothing's going to pull me into a theater right now, so. I I almost thought about going to theaters to see it, but then I changed my mind. Yeah. Unless you can do it at, like, Wednesday matinee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can pay $3 to see it, if I can go to the Dollar Theater, then I'll watch it. <laughs> what an or, experience that'll be. Yeah, or I'll just wait until it's on uh, on the thing. Right. Right, right. Yeah. But it that that look that what if look is really, really pretty to me. Yeah. And they have so much like I mean the Doctor Strange episode alone, there was it. The characters emote so well. Like you could just feel his pain and you can see like the madness in his eye towards the end. That's cool. It's really good. Yeah, it's really, yeah, really cool. good. That's cool. I feel like, uh, you know, going back to our, our, our Twitter conversation from several months ago, I feel like by not being in the loop, I just feel like I don't miss anything out. You know what I mean? My uh, guess is since you're not in the loop, you don't have that FOMO that pushes you to like, I got to buy that or I got to rent that. And then all of a sudden a week goes by and you're like, didn't I rent that? But I never watched it. Yeah. You know, it's like, eh, it's like misplaced FOMO. Oh, I mean, like there's some stuff that I want to watch, but I'm like, oh, do I don't want to just like sit and dedicate time to it. Right. Um, like I want to catch up on uh teen Titans and I think doom patrol season three just came out or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want, like, I want to catch up. I'm just like, ah, I'll just, I'll, like, I'm fine waiting. I'm fine waiting. Yeah, I, I, I just threw out a Twitter poll about, uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, did you? Ask, asking if, uh, Julie, if I should have, yes, I should watch it, uh, with Julie the Cruise director, or nah, don't wait, waste my time with Julie the Cruise director. She's not going to enjoy it. Mm. And it was overwhelming. Nah, don't waste your time. So it's yeah, like, okay. yeah. Okay. I've only seen the first season, and just from that, I would say no. But I love me some Brendan Fraser, dude. Hey, that's fine. He has What's the, the heart movie of with the her? Internet. He has he he has the heart of the internet on his shoulders. Everyone Does loves he? Brendan Fraser online. Oh yeah, really? People people refell in love with him. No kidding. They, he did a um, AMA with somebody who was dressed as the female character from The Mummy. 
Uh-huh. Uh you could you should go and YouTube it because like she pretty much says like the internet's behind you, we're behind you, we love you and Brendan Fraser's had a pretty sordid pretty terrible history that he's been through. Uh-huh. I mean, it's you should read you should read about Brendan Fraser, what he went through in Hollywood and outside of Hollywood. It's it's a remarkable story of like perseverance. Mm. But she says this to him and you can tell it shook him. Hmm. Like Brendan Fraser has no like social media presence whatsoever. So I'm sure the only people that he hears if he's yay or nay is his agent. And guess what? Brendan Fraser is paying that guy to be his agent to, you know, pat him on the back. But this total stranger is just like, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And just like, you know, expressing how a lot of people feel about him. And he took a sip of water and he was just like, you could tell he like, it completely like blew him out of the water. Huh. His reaction was freaking priceless. And that and that just was like, I should go watch more Brendan Fraser. I'm like, he's the best. Look at this guy. All right, he's all right, so I'm on. I'm I'm with him. If I find that clip, I'll send it to you. I, I think you would be completely floored. Especially yeah, us that have known like we've watched decades of Brendan Fraser. Like how, yeah, how and Ceno Man, I just watched that. There you go. Like how it was not good, by the way. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Airheads isn't too good either, but come on. Yeah. Hey, what about George? 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 Yes. Yes. Uh, you ever feel like? All right. Give me, give me a movie that you remember watching as a kid uh-huh. that, like, you've watched in say, let's just say, like, the last five years. Okay. Right. That you're like. That you loved as a kid. Yep. But watching it now, you're just like, why did I ever like that? Okay, can I twist the question a little bit? Yes. This is a movie that I fell in love with. Have watched it so many times I can almost recite it. Love the soundtrack by the wonderful uh, Henry Mancini. And watching it with today's eyes, it's almost disgusting. I just, I can't watch it. I just can't. Oh, wow. Wow. I've tried. I've tried many times in the last, like, ten years to watch it. And this uh-huh. is a movie that, like, I've watched so many times. But I just can't. And it's not because of the star that I'm, that I'm absolutely in love with. It's because of one of America's sweetheart stars of the day who puts in a performance that is so politically incorrect. Mm. It's jarring. Um, It's Breakfast at Tiffany's. Ah, yes. Love it. Audrey Hepburn, like I said, that's one of my first loves. That girl can do no wrong. She is freaking brilliant. George Papard, love him as the love interest. Sign me up. I'm, I'm right there. But America's sweetheart, Mickey Rooney, <laughs> playing the Asian landlord. Oh, with the fake teeth, 
and yep. the Coke bottle glasses, and oh, oh, yeah, it's very stereotypical. Oh, it's terrible. It is. I mean, it's like you you're ready just to throw up in your mouth. It's so <laughs> god awful, and and he's in that movie so much. Yeah, it, it's so hard to even watch. You want to watch a good Audrey Hepburn film? Go watch Two for the Road with Albert Finney. That is, that movie will make you cry. It is one of the first films about divorce, and it takes you through the entire, like, love affair, and then through, like, the tragic divorce. And Mm. it'll just rip your heart out. Mm. But Breakfast at Tiffany's, I can watch any other Audrey Hepburn movie, and I'm okay. Like, and I can even watch, like, okay, there's a time and place. Okay, like, all right, this, oh, this isn't, modern context, this isn't right. But I can sort of struggle through some of that stuff. But for whatever reason, Breakfast at Tiffany's, there's so much of it in it, it's really tough to get through. And like I said, I haven't watched it. I've tried to watch it many times. I haven't been able to get through it probably in about 10 years. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, let, let me do this. I need you to entertain the audience for a minute, and then I'll Ooh. come back with mine. Mm. All right, I'll be right back. Heck yeah. Hello, Legionnaires. While Martin is gone, I will let you know uh, today's Friday. Today's also the 50th anniversary of T-Rex Electric Warrior. So all day today, that's right, been playing a lot of T-Rex. Previous to that, I've been playing, uh, I believe they're from Brooklyn, but one of my favorite groups, easily in the top five, if probably the top ten. Yeah, probably somewhere around seven or eight. But Alice Donut. Uh, one of my buddies, Craig, his brother, is older than I was in high school, and when he came back from college, one year he brought this group, Alice Donut. And I listened to the first album, fantastic album. All of their albums, fantastic albums. Highly recommend going and listening to them. Uh, the lead singer is very much like Michael Stipe. Uh, in so his vocal delivery, you're either going to love it or hate it. It's very unique. But anywho, uh, the lyrics, I, I was listening to, uh, I think it was their fourth album, Mule, earlier this week. And they have a song on there. Like I said, they're from Brooklyn. So they write about uh, city life. Uh, they write um, a lot of perverse lyrics. A lot. Uh, he, he just has an interesting point of view, the lead singer. And he wrote a song on Mule called J Train Downtown, A Nest of Murder. And I was listening to it uh, earlier this week. And it completely reminded me of when I lived downtown Chicago and I was going to Columbia College and I would take the L everywhere. And sometimes when you're on the L, when it's off peak hours, there's nothing like riding an above ground train. Uh, never rode a, I, I've only rode a subway a few times, but above ground train, pretty much like a subway. But anywho, um, when you ride, on the L during high peak times, you're lucky to find a seat. 
you're lucky if you have a seat that there isn't at least two people right next to you in the aisle way because it's peak time. And when I'm listening to J train downtown, it gives me that claustrophobic feeling of being on the L during high peak time. And even one of the lyrics is talking about riding the train and having somebody's elbow in the back of your neck. And I totally recall that happening umpteen times while being on the L. Uh, like I said, J train downtown, a nest of murder by Alice donut. Highly, highly recommend. It's quite the story. <laughs> That he weaves, especially if you can get the lyrics and listen to it while he's doing it. Um, pretty phenomenal song and great group. Uh, I think you'd be pretty impressed with some of the lyrics. Some of it's a little dated now, some of the references, but you definitely understand that this punk group has a point of view, uh, maybe a perverse point of view, but it's very distinctive and I highly recommend it. I'm not sure if Martin's back yet. I don't want to interrupt you. I was just looking at the lyrics of this song. Dude, it's such a good, if I play, did you ever listen to Alice donut? I did not because I think they're from the Bronx. I want to say, Oh shit. And like I was telling everyone, like it is, uh, I hear I'll even, it's pretty much him taking the subway and how jam-packed crowded it is. And it totally had me flash back to when I was going to Columbia College and living downtown. I would always take the L. And during those high peak times, you would have people just bumping into you. You'd get an elbow in the ear. like, And I totally thought of you like, there's no way... You being in New York, you didn't experience the same damn thing. Oh yeah, especially during rush hour, those subways oh, are packed. Like how can like God forbid a fire starts? Like there's no way this is safe. Like no way, no way. But some of the lyrics is you're reading the journal, hideous and smug, licking at the coffee from the from the slit in your cup. Your elbows in my neck, you horrid disease, and then it goes on from there. Uh-huh. It's it's just it's I love Alice Donut because like I said he has a point of view but he also different songs he'll inhabit different characters in the song so one will be like a disgruntled housewife and it's from mm. her point of view of how she wants to murder this husband or why she's like married to this person for 20 years she can't escape this marriage she's stuck here like it's just interesting because he's he has a great point of view. He he has really interesting lyrics. His vocal delivery, like like I mentioned, it's it's one of those people like Michael Stipe. It are they good singers? No, but they're very distinctive. So you're either gonna like him or hate him. No, that's cool. Is this like uh, like old school punk? Uh, they were on alternative tentacles. So, okay, yeah, gotcha. but they also had quite a groove. They weren't like speed punk or anything like that. They had, they had a good groove like, uh, Dead Kennedys. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check this out. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would highly recommend Mule 
is a great album front to back because it's very similar. Um, yeah, I think I would go with Buell as an album just to check them out cool. or grab their best of. Their best of's fantastic. So very nice. Yeah, I, I was listening the whole time. I had my earbuds in. What? Yep. Dang it! Eavesdrop yep. it. I mean, I couldn't talk because I was in the bathroom. Well, yeah, of course. And we know how that goes. Yes, thank you for not doing that. And thank you for washing your hands. I appreciate it. No problem. I mean, I'm still not admitting to the fact that I may have peed on the podcast once. (laughs) Okay? That was a long time ago, okay? People forget these things. Oh, no. We We never forget. Yeah, maybe. Uh, No, so... uh, so, so I was thinking about, so when I was growing up, my uh-huh. two favorite movies, let's see if you can guess my two okay. favorite movies growing up. Remember, I was, I was, I was born in 81. Okay. So are we talking like 90, 95? So you got to think like late 80s, early 90s. Home Alone. Oh, I did like that. Yes. That, that would have been in my top five. Yes. Uh, but I used to love T two. Uh T two is still in my top three. Okay. In fact, we watched T two last week because there was a reference to it in regular show. And <laughs> Heather brought it up. Yeah, Heather brought it up and Ray was like, Oh, I've never seen that, so we watched it. Nice. Uh, and what it did was she think of awesome. It? Yeah, she liked it. Did she ever see Terminator? No. So some of those like callback jokes and situations just fell flat for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, gotcha. But uh, but you know, Arnold's got some good one liners in T two, so For sure, for sure. Well, that's uh, cool. No, so so the never ending story. Oh, that's a good one. And uh Roger Rab- who who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh nice. Yeah, so I think I watched who framed Roger Rabbit like 20 times in fourth grade. Ooh, nice. I, I used to sell pictures of Jessica Rabbit in class. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's the thing. I've watched Never Ending Story as an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can like, kind of understand like it's definitely on theme for the things that I like right like this uh, like sci-fi fantasy thing uh, but in terms of like the movie itself I don't think it holds up well at all Jessica Rabbit oh Jessica Rabbit who framed Roger Rabbit I have not seen probably since middle school now I does feel like it- does Neverending Story not hold up because of the Lamal theme song? It just the the music doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The, the visual <laughs> effects don't hold up. No, the no. acting is awful. Yep. Uh, like nothing about that movie should be good. Is is uh, it but, one of those that you can sort of like? Uh, what is it, Crystal? The Jim Henson thing. Oh, um, crap. God. Yeah, what's that called? Because they just 
redid that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Henson. Let's look it up. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Is it yeah. sort of like that? Because this is yeah, what I'm yeah. thinking. Where yeah. it's like, oh, but they have a good heart. Sure, the special effects weren't great, but, you know, the the heart is still there. Or are you watching it like, why did I ever like NeverEnding Story? Again, like, I could see it thematically why I liked it. Uh, but I thought about it. I'm, it's good that you brought up Dark Crystal, because I did watch the reboot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, was canceled after one season. Wow. Um, because Thanks, I think it's like, it's the same thing. No, 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 I don't think it's that. I think it's one of these things where, like, somebody's like, oh, man, I loved the Dark Crystal when I was a kid. Let me remake that, right? And on paper, that sounds like an awesome idea. And then it comes out, and you're like, hmm, this was probably never good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was an executive who's like, are you listening? Are you seeing the Internet right now? So many people are missing Alf. We should do an Alf reboot. And then they do, and it's like all the people that wanted it were like, oh, I ain't watching this. I'm just talking about the original Alf. Yeah, 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 something like that. So can you go back and watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I don't know. Maybe I should. Yeah, maybe you should. I feel like maybe Roger Rabbit will hold up better. I could I don't know. That's, see that's that, tough. but then some of the jokes could be really like, oh boy. Yeah, but I feel like as an adult, I might understand the humor better. Cause like, yeah, there's that's a lot, true. There's a lot of sexual innuendo in there, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, my wife mentioned that she did. she's never seen Roger Rabbit, and I'm like, we should watch that. And then in my head, I'm like, I don't know if there's going to be all that much great. Other than Bob Hoskins, I don't like. Hey, at least it's on Disney Plus. When you subscribe, you can watch it. Watch it for free. Mm. Yes, it is. Hmm. Yes, it is. Maybe I might. I might. Yeah, Um, get in there. Yeah, there's a. I used to have a bunch of movies like that where I just didn't want to watch them because. I think I appreciated the memory of watching them more than the actual movie. You know, one that's per- that's a, that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Hence, why I've never gone back to rewatch it. Mac and Me. Man, have I ever seen Mac and Me? It's got great heart, and I, I remember have. watching it as a little boy, but. I just know, shoot, I could go on to YouTube right now and watch the trailer for Mac and Me and just be like, what was I even thinking? Mm. This looks terrible. It's like, it's below a Gremlins. And even now, in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't think I could watch Gremlins. I don't think I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would be scared to watch Goonies again. If I got a nostalgic feeling for it, fantastic. But a lot of it could just fall flat. That's what I'm mm. worried about. Do I want to? Do I want to tarnish the like the image that's in my head? Uh, here, look. I'm going to give you a good one. Okay, yeah. here's a movie that should not still be fun to watch, but is. Oh. Okay. War games. 
Oh, Matthew Broderick, classic. Matthew Broderick, yeah. Because the tech on that is so outdated. Oh, yeah. Looks like Space Invaders. Uh, Missile Command. Sure, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's so outdated. But I just love the hell out of that movie. I don't know what it is. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. War Games. Um, I thought you were going to say Blazing Saddles. No, I was there, never a big fan of that. There's a lot of politically incorrect stuff in it, but I can look past that and be like, you know what? There's still some good stuff here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the I mean, end bit with Harvey Korman, sign me up. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't think of that when you first watched Blazing Saddles. No, I'm saying watching it now. Oh, I see. Like, yeah, there yeah. could be, like, oh, boy, I don't, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the times, man, the times, they are changing. Yeah, it's like going back and watching one of your favorite horror films, Jaws. Like, uh, sure. Never heard of the, it. What's that? Suspense, What's that about? The suspense in that film and the music, still stellar. The direction, still stellar. But when you look at that damn shark, there's parts of it that are head-scratching. But Listen. that's just because we're used to deep blue sea and stuff like that. Yes, CGI Listen. could make it make it better. But do I want George Lucas to come in and mess around with my jaws? No, I don't want him to do that. You just sit there. I thought that from and the I know first it was a time Steven that I watched Spielberg. it film but i'm i'm making a reference to george lucas tinkering with star wars yeah yeah yeah, i got you uh i thought that since the first time that i watched it i was like this is how are people scared of this this is so dumb (laughs) well don't forget you were born in 81 this movie came out you know you were you were a young pup i mean star wars came out in what 78 yeah that was good sure I mean, not as good as Empire, but, you know, I mean, yeah. Empire, when did that come out? 81, 82? 80? Something around there. 82? Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, Empire is the best of the Star Wars movies. Mmm. Even, even to, to this day. Shot fire. Even, no, that's not a shot fire. That's, that's what we call hashtag truth. Ooh. Hashtag truth hurts, bitch. Wow. Sparky, go after him, not me. Come at me, Star Wars nerds. <laughs> uh, I mean, what would you consider the best Star Wars movie? I don't consider Star Wars movies anymore. Oh, man. Star Wars nerds, you need to go after Nick, not me. Yeah, that's why do you think I'm always quiet whenever <laughs> Star Wars is mentioned? Like, yawn. <laughs> Like everyone going crazy over the Star Wars anime, and then they're bitching that there's too much anime in their Star Wars. I'm like, that's the one <laughs> that might draw me into watching Star Wars anime if there's more anime than Star Wars. <laughs> I told one of my buddies, I'm like, let me know what episode it is where it's the Star Wars musical. That'll draw me in a hell of a lot more than Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so I got a question for you. Since since uh, since Dune's coming up. Or not doing that. Foundation's coming up. Yeah. Is there like a comic book 
I mean, we talked about Cerebus earlier. I think that's one of them. But is there a comic book or a novel or something like that where you feel like it would be almost impossible to make it into a movie? Wasn't that, but wasn't that always the case? But now with CGI, it's like anything can be done. Because yeah, I, I used guess. to always think of comic books as like, we can never do that. I guess. And then all of a sudden, Nicholas's K- Nicholas Cage's head caught on fire and he rode a motorcycle. Like, guess what? We can do that. That's so weird you mentioned that. I almost watched Ghost Rider last week. Because it's on, I think it's on HBO Max. Nice. nice. Uh, go, no, I almost watched Ghost Rider 2. Oh! Which I don't think I've ever seen. So I, I might have to watch it either. anyway. Yeah, I don't think uh, I did either. Ghost Rider. Yeah, I really don't think there is. Really? Except the only thing that I could possibly think of is if it was an IP that the majority... There's parts to any type of literature or comics that you can get away with. The printed page has somebody talking off panel mm-hmm. or on the page, but they don't reference who it is. It's a mystery. You couldn't get away with that on a movie. Hmm. But I would say that's the only thing that you could get that you couldn't get away with through a movie. Because even like interior monologuing, like you read a book or there's a comic that all it is is interior monologue. Well, guess what? You can do voiceover and that would work fine. Yeah, right, right, right. But when it's somebody talking off screen or you're reading a book and the big twist is and then the per- then the whatever, the the comic book panel shows or it's revealed on the printed page that, oh, my God, it was the uncle talking the entire time or like identity. It was the person. It was the voice inside of his head. He wasn't actually talking to two people like, yes, you can pull that off in a movie. But at that point, you're waking up from a dream and it was all a dream where you can. It was all get a dream. A, but you can get away with that through written word or a comic book a lot easier. Mm. And have yeah. that twist to be like, oh, that was cool. Okay, got it. Hmm. Okay, fair do enough. You, do you think there is something that couldn't be done? I mean, I don't know. We'll see how Foundation turns out. <laughs> <laughs> the funny an- of course, the funny answer would be the Holy Bible. Uh, but, but would you want to watch that, though? There's plenty of people that would. I mean, I guess. Like, the Ten Commandments is a good movie. No, I, I mean, I, I guess. I, I guess I'm picturing like, oh, it's going to be season after season after season. Oh, season three of the Bible. That <laughs> We're going to do the book of James. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that might be a little boring. Maybe not. I, I just think I think Hollywood could do anything. Hollywood or TV could pretty much do anything. I guess. It just depends on the quality as well as like what, how much money are they going to pump into it? Where you look at Foundation and you look at Dune and it's like, oh, they, 
put plenty of money into the visual effects, that looks really, really good. And they might actually pull it off, fingers crossed. Yeah, I was so I was thinking about this recently. Cause like uh I mean there's there's like very few things I think would, would fall into the category. But I think of something like uh I so I haven't watched Why the Last Man yet, right? But that's one of these properties that has been like it's going to be on TV next year for like the past 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or I think of something like, all right, perfect example. Okay. Akira. All right. Mm. The, the, the manga turned anime. Okay. Yes. Um, which is still one, like one of my favorites ever. Um, you know, that's been like, oh, we're going to make this, we're going to like remake this, uh, into like a live action movie. And like, nobody's done it. Right? Like the, the project always falls apart. And like, I get that projects fall apart for like a million reasons. Uh, it's not because like, it's so hard to do it. Uh, but I feel like, man, like doing something like Akira live action to make it as good as the, the anime just seems so hard to do. Hmm. Huh. Like, regardless of sound effects or, or visual effects. Uh, and like, I don't even know if money makes any difference. Cause like, think about when we talked about Ready Player One, right? Like, I love the shit out of that book, but that movie is kind of garbage. Uh, completely agree. And, and like, how much money do they spend on it? You know what I mean? It so it's not tons. about money. Yeah, as well as money. you can't get a better director. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But see, like, that's one of those things where like, you can't make that book into a two-hour movie. You no. just got to cut too much out, right? Like, that's got to be, like, a three-part movie, right? Like, it's got to be, like, Hunger Games or uh, – uh, what's the one that I liked? The Maze Trials? Hang on. Maze Runner? Maze Runner. Uh, where that's like a series of three movies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, like the book's not like great and the movie isn't either. Um, but like you couldn't have told that story as one, one movie. Uh, you, you could if you want to mess that up. Sure. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold. Um, there's, there's, I mean, there's other stuff. I don't know. You've probably never read this. Um, there's a book. Um, obviously very loosely inspired by 1984. Um, by the, you can tell by the title, uh, 1Q84. Uh, I mean, that book is, fucking incredible uh and it's like super hard to follow and it's like a thousand pages long i feel like making that into a movie would be like almost impossible that sounds yeah that sounds like that would be a rough thing to do yeah yeah uh but you know maybe not um because there was um What's the name of that? 
1983, I think it's called. It's like an alternate history version of Poland. Uh, huh. Is that on Netflix? I think it's on, you, dude. You never seen that? You got to watch it. Is that what? Let me no. let me look up the title. 1983. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. It show is. Um, yeah. Uh, 1983 Polish crime drama streaming television series produced for and released by Netflix, uh, based on an original idea, blah, 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 set on an alternate timeline in which the fall of the communist Polish People's Republic never happened and the Iron Curtain is still in place. It's so fucking good. It's really, really good. Uh, it's like the, uh, uh, like the man in the high castle, but like on the eastern front. You know what I mean? That's when you were describing it. That's exactly what I thought of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which I mean, that could have been better if they had stuck to the original story for Man in the High Castle. Uh, it could have been way better. But like, that's a short story, right? So how do you do like a five season series on like a thirty page story? True. Yeah. How how much uh how much can you milk out of it? Yeah. So that's why season one was very good. And then after that it was just like, alright. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna expand it in so many ways and that it's like, no, you probably aren't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh and you know, there's also things that like you feel like, oh man, this would be so hard to do, but then they do it and they do it pretty well. Um, but then like it gets canceled because I think it just goes over people's head. Um, like I, I watched uh, season two of Altered Carbon, I don't know, a month or two ago. Um, and like the show was canceled after season two, and I understand mm-hmm. why because like season two wasn't as good as season one. Uh, and like, you kind of had to have seen season one to like really understand what the hell's happening in season hmm. two. Uh, sure. but like season, season one's freaking awesome. And like the themes of it are just incredible. Right. Have you ever seen Ultra Carbon or read the books? No, never have. Okay. So it's set in like the super far future. Um, and like humanity discovered this technology where you can basically like, you have like a chip embedded in the back of your skull. Um, and it's not like your memories are, are like saved on this chip. It's like your, your whole like personality is saved on this chip. Um, and so like, you know how like people, people have done this with like VR, right? Like ready player one's an example where like the world sucks. So like, let me jump into VR and be like whoever I want to be, right? Or like, uh, what's that movie? Surrogates, right? Based on the the Venditti graphic novel. Yep. Uh, where people like jump into android bodies, right? So that like they can't get hurt, but you know they can pick whatever android body they want and just like jump into it, right? So they can be a woman or a man or whatever the fucking cow doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um. So Alter Carbon is kind of like that, except like you're. Like, your whole personality, like, what makes you you is on this chip. So, like, super rich people, which they call meths, uh, short for Methuselahs, um, have, like, 
cloning facilities, basically, right? And like their personality are like is like constantly being uploaded to servers. So like if they get killed, it doesn't matter because like their their personality just goes into the chip of a clone and they just like it's like you get shot and killed and you just wake up and you just keep going in like a different body right but like it's still you Mm. uh so it plays a lot on like well like is it still you because like you don't have your body right like all this stuff is just in the chip um and they get into some like it's it's good you should you should watch it starring uh flag from suicide squad Ooh, I like him. Mm-hmm. You mean starring the guy from The Killing? Yes, starring the guy from The Killing. Uh, season two, starring uh, the, the the Falcon. Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Why wasn't the guy from The Killing in season two? Well, because time has passed and he's in this new body. Ah, that's it. That's a good way to get rid of actors and bring in new actors that's smart well it's interesting though because on season two uh so the main character's name is takeshi this japanese guy mm-hmm. um and through like some stuff that happens he ends up in flag's body um and in season two he's in in the falcon's body uh but the cool thing they do in season two is uh the the one of the antagonists of season one who was this guy's mentor. Oh, here we go. Going back full circle. Uh, the mentor as the, the arch nemesis. Um, they end up meeting again, except they're both in different bodies, but then oh. they figure out who each other are. Uh, and the way that the mentor figures out how he's going to kill his student is, uh, he has kept the entire time a backup copy of Takeshi. And so he puts this backup copy of Takeshi into a clone body and has him go after himself. So can they figure out, like, where his other self is? Like, there's a homing mechanism no, to it? No, no, there's no, there's no homing. This is like this whole military operation. Oh. Uh, but, but, but then it becomes interesting, right? Because, like, technically these two are the same people, right? Because the memories get implanted. But like the one guy who's in, in the Falcon's body has now lived for like several hundred more years, right? Like hopping from body to body. So he has a lot more experiences and memories than the backup copy that's basically just been living in like virtual reality for the whole time. And so he's like a younger version of the same person, basically, right? Like mentally. Interesting. Yeah. But see, like, a show like that, a lot of that shit goes over people's heads because then you got to think a lot. People don't want to think when they watch TV. <laughs> so even though it was canceled, so there'll be no season three, is it still worth watching one and two? And is at the end of two, did they wrap it up? Yeah, yeah or they did they it leave up. it open ended for three? I mean, they do leave it open ended for three. Um, I don't think like the, the way that it ends is as exciting as the way season one ends. Um, but they do, they do leave it open. Gotcha. Yeah. I might have to check it out since it's on Netflix. Why not? Yeah. You should watch it. Altered Carbon. It's good. Yeah. I might have to try that. 
You just got to keep track of all the uh, body jumping, basically. So pretty much put down my other shows and movies and like hyper focus on this. I mean, I don't know I about do that, that, but you probably want to watch like the season, like you know, together. Hey, that's why I don't play like two or three RPGs at the same time. Like I want to oh, focus God, in yeah. on one story or button configuration, and I don't want to like okay, I after fifteen hours of playing. And I took a six-hour break for this other game. Now I'm going to come back to it and like, okay, where were we? What? How do I do this? What? Yeah. What's my next objective? Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, all the carpet. It's not. It's not like Star or Star <laughs> Trek where you know it's pretty much like one and done. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't mind. Um, I don't mind that. I don't mind hyper focusing. Eh. It's overrated sometimes. Oh, come on. Hey, you know what was mentioned, speaking of other TV shows? Uh-huh. The, uh, what the hell is it called? You'll know. The new Lois and Clark Superman series. Oh, yeah. I think all 15 episodes are now on HBO. So now I can sit down with Julie the Cruise director and, and get through some of those. Yes, yeah, I'm really looking Lois. forward. To it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of your raving, my friend. Yeah, it was so good. I need to. Uh, I saw it pop up on my HBO, so I need to uh, catch the second half of the season. Yeah, looking forward. I purposely didn't start it because I, I was like, "When's the second half coming?" Because I don't want that middle of the season cliffhanger and then all of a sudden like well wait another six months and then the rest of them will get no i'm not gonna do that the worst the worst not gonna do that but you know what's a shocker i know you said like can you see anything not being able to be made into a tv or movie you know Mm. one thing that i thought would never be made into a tv or movie Mm. an animated modok series Oh, amen to that, brother. But who would have thought? Who who, who the hell would have thought? And yet, I still don't have a Moon Knight movie. Look at that. Dang it. Shame. Uh, you know, I haven't even read the new comic. Well, let me rephrase. I read what? the first issue. I read the first what? issue. Uh, but I think it's like three or four issues in now. What? Uh, You're that far yeah. behind? It's I'm that behind. Look, I'm not reading it in protest. Mark Spencer. You know what I did wrap up? Speaking of Moon Knight, thank you for that tangent. Yeah. I finally finished uh, the Jeff Lemire. Moon Knight run. Mm-hmm. And? Mm -hmm. I liked where it ended, but it feels (laughs) like it shouldn't have ended there, if that makes Mm. any sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I liked it, but, uh, I, I feel like he should have done more Jeff Lemire in that book and less mm-hmm. Warren Ellis. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can reference the Warren Ellis and he did by having the character look like Warren Ellis's version. Mm hmm. That's fine. But where's the Jeff Lemire? Where's the guy yeah. that 
Jeff Lemire into Swamp Thing. Where where's that guy? Where's that writer? Mm-hmm. But you know what I did really really like about that run? Hmm. He's always stellar, so don't get me wrong. Greg Smallwood. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah, yeah, and yeah his for sure. Punisher run. Underrated. Hmm. Yeah, he's good. I don't know if yeah, anyone great. knows this. He's good. Uh, before anyone asks, uh, I I really enjoyed Moon Knight issue one. Okay, I'll just put that out there. Well, hey, if anyone asks, Martin must not have liked Moon Knight issue number one all that much, or he would have read the other three issues. I'll put that. No, out man, there. I'm protesting. No, I'm putting it out there. I mean, you can put it out there. It sounds like did. a lie. Just did. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. You know what you're going to do? Nothing. I'm going to sue you for for, uh, for libel. Are you taking down do. our podcast network right now? This podcast is over. <laughs> this network has been disabled. You you better listen to this whole episode <laughs> before I take the podcast down. Before I ever release this now edited episode, thank you for making me go in and edit this part out. I want you to go back and listen to this entire episode, and then I expect... A written apology and a verbal uh-huh. apology. Thank you. Mm, mm, I see. <laughs> uh, listen, nobody puts baby in the corner, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Amen to that. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this one up for here. We'll put a, we'll put a, a bow on this. Well, then I will put a bow in the two questions. That I was going oh, to bring shit. up. We didn't even earlier. get to your questions. I will put a pin in both of those questions. Uh, Legionnaires, please remind me because I did put stuff into the Google Doc questions that I was going to ask Martino, but we ran long. There was way too much uh, kielbasa talk. We ran <laughs> long. We will address these questions later. One is about Halloweeny. One mm. is about podcasts, and one is about uh, schools of music. Mm. So those three will be siphoned off. I will put them in a Google Doc, and we'll bring them up for next episode. We're going to school some fools in music, is what you mean. Hell yeah. Mm. Newfound mm. glory. Stupidest band ever. You've been schooled. You better shut up. <laughs> See, this is what I was talking about, schools. You know, you're either in the newfound glory school or you're in the My Chemical Romance school. Listen, I was in both schools, son. You no, you can't be in one. You got to choose. Gotta no, choose. I don't you have to choose. choose. Listen, oh, you got to choose. I'm my own man, son. That's just like when Pearl Jam hit it really big. And then all of a sudden, like Alice in Chains came out and Stone Temple Pilots came out. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you, yeah. and if you were in one of those schools, you can't be in the other one, even though secretly you are, but you can't be. Or the other, I the mean, people will make fun of you. You should go like a little further back because you could do like Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Oh, I was thought like, you were going to say Nirvana and Soundgarden. That's where, that's where I thought you were. Oh, gonna go. interesting. Clarification: Sound Garden, not Savage Garden. Oh, jeez! Shots <laughs> fired! Shots fired! 
Savage Garden or Savage Venti. Uh, the, the lingerie clothesline by one Rihanna. Uh, see, that would have been perfect. They should have done a truly, madly, deeply collection of lingerie. Ooh, who's to say that they haven't? I mean, I'm going to throw that out there for free if anyone wants to bring back a you know, 30-year-old song or whatever. Rihanna, hit us up. Yeah, Rihanna, uh, have your people called Nick's people. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, and we want to also get um, Bobby Digital to produce the remake version of the song. Thank you. Rizzo, you know what? I would love to hang out with the Wu-Tang Clan. I just want to throw this out there. Do you want to hang out with all of them or just a few select ones? I, a few select ones mostly. Yes. Yeah. But like, I'd be down with the whole group. No, you can't say that because you don't want to be down with the whole group. Because you mm. know, Ghostface Killer might yeah. actually slap the girl that you're in the room with. Mm. That's true. I love me some Ghostface Killer, but I feel like he would pimp slap somebody. All right. I would. All right. Here's what I would do. I would jam out with the RZA. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, he's I in would, the room. Yeah, he's in the room. I would watch some fucking kung fu movies with the Jizza. Yes, yes. Uh, and I would go to the strip club with Old Dirty Bastard. See, I'm worried about all of the crack that's going to be in the room if ODB's uh, in the room. Yes, that's true. That's why the correct answer is Rizinjiza. Yeah, the, that's true. That is the correct answer. Yeah, because you know who's too big for his britches? Method Man. He ain't gonna. Be, he ain't gonna be. He ain't gonna be hanging out there long enough. No way. You think no so? Way. What if I? What if I call Red Man and be like, "Hey, I just got like a bag of shrooms." That's true. He would come for the edibles and the, the marijuana for yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, little known fact, old dirty bastard has a son who's a rapper. Really? Is his yes. vocal delivery like ODB? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard any of the music, but Damn. do you want to guess what his rapper name is? Uh, I mean, new it's clean, so obvious. new clean bitch. No, 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 no. I don't no. know. I don't His know. rap name is Young Dirty Bastard. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. That's not a joke, by the way. Look it up. I if know people can't tell sometimes. Is is the RZA producing his album? If so, I would listen to that album. Yeah, I would listen to that album. For sure. Did did the RZA ever tour? For Bobby Digital, and follow up question: Did mm. he? Uh, did, was he while he was on stage? Did he take on the look and feel of Bobby Digital, or was it just the RZA playing Bobby Digital music? Oh, interesting. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if he ever toured. I mean, he's played the songs on like Wu Tang reunion tours but I don't think he's ever I don't think he's ever toured 
No, I feel like you're right. I don't think he's toured. He doesn't seem like a touring guy. No, and I wish he was. Because I would go see Bobby Digital. Without a doubt, I would go see Bobby Digital. Would this be like a gorillas thing where it's like an animated like performance on screen? No, and they're I like just hiding behind the curtains? You know, the first Bobby Digital album where he's in that sweet pimp suit and it looks like a Sinkevich drawing. <laughs> Everyone look it up. It looks like a Sinkevich drawing. It's brilliant. <laughs> if that's the persona he takes on, like Prince Paul, I'm sure you've heard Handsome Boy Modeling School. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But with him and was it Del the Funky Homo Sapien? Who was it? Who was in? Yeah, it was Del. Okay. Um, both of them, when they went out on tour, they would dress the part. They would dress as Handsome Boy Modeling School. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was the persona of the group, like they were not Prince Paul up, up on stage or in mm. interviews. That's what I want with Reza for mm. Bobby Digital. Bobby Digital still, I would say that, that might, oh, I hate to even say this out loud, that might be my favorite Wu-Tang offshoot album. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what mine was. I think, wasn't there another one called like Killer Bees? It was like Wu-Tang Clan Presents Killer Bees. But was that still in a, that, that wasn't an official Wu-Tang album, right? It was, it was not a Wu-Tang album. It was all like the, like their crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the people that weren't in like Wu-Tang proper, but they were part of like the Wu-Tang family. Gotcha. I think that's right. Let me look this up. Killer Bees. It was not Del the Funky Homo Sapien. It was uh, Dan the Automator. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, I didn't want to get corrections sent to hello at nerdylegion.com. That's right. Please don't, because I never checked the email. You better Uh, check that email. Wu-Tang Killabees the Swarm. That's what it's called. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. That was a good album, too. But I'm not taking anything away from... Uh, the first Method Man album or the second ODB album. Both of those are classic killer. Hell, ooh, oh shit, no. Bobby Digital is number two. Oh? Jizza, Liquid Swords. Oh, Liquid Swords is really good. That, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's number one. Cause you yeah, got Rizza yeah. and Jizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the that's best number. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liquid Swords. Ooh, I'm a- can I fall asleep to that? Oh, that'd be good. That would be good. Uh, Liquid Swords. God, I haven't heard that in so long. Is this bad when you say fall asleep? Hey, and I know he listens. Hey, Rizza. <laughs> just a thought. Could we get all of your produced albums, instrumental versions of all the albums? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because my friend Martino needs to fall asleep to Liquid Swords, and I would like to fall asleep to Bobby Digital. I don't. I feel like I could just fall asleep to him rapping. Yeah, you could. And I don't mean that as an insult, Riza. Don't come at me. No, 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 no. It's the flow. 
Yeah, the flow. So good. Um, by the way, do you know who did the cover to Liquid Swords? No. Milestone's own Dennis Cowan. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? I did not know that. Yep, show did. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that I know that now. See? I come to educate. Yeah. Now I have to look up Riza Bobby Digital. Look, see, you learned you learned so much today. You learned about the comic book Wu Tang connection. You learn about Woody Harrelson's Hitman Father. I mean, what more do you want out of a podcast? What what other show educates you as much as this one? Hey, can you I? You know what I mean? When I joked about Bobby Digital, the cover looking like it was Bill Sienkiewicz, you know uh-huh. who drew it? Bill Sienkiewicz. Bill Sienkiewicz. Shut up. <laughs> huh? Which totally makes sense because he's East Coast. That's so funny. But I love Dennis and Bill. That is so fucking funny. killing it, dude. Killing it. Mm. Oh, All right, so let's good. let's wrap this up, sir. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Killer Bees, the official Wu Tang podcast, brought to you by uh, Liquid Swords Inc. Yeah, there you go. By by what he said. Uh, find Nick on Twitter at Nick Wetmore because you can't find me there, but you oh. can email hello at nerdalegion.com. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.